0: And we are live. Woo. All right. So, this is episode four of Dungeons and Dragum, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Noar Enigma. You can find me all over the internet as The Enigma. That's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and Hive. And also my website, TheNoarEnigma.com.
1: Mm-hmm. You have is, to segue to something.
0: This is, this is where the next host is supposed to.
1: Right, uh, yeah. typically, like you would introduce the other host, but like that's fine. Uh, I'm the <sighs> co-host, Joy. You can find me on the Twitter and on the Hive and on the Tumblr as Broke Woke Choke, and on Instagram at Suddenly at Peace. Um, yeah. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragum, your weekly nerd talkback show where we discuss all things nerd with a hint of accountability. This week. We have a lot to discuss
0: with the girlies. So you just uh, taking my tagline and running with it. You just,
1: I mean, I wanted to make my own, but I feel like we already committed to the branding.
0: Well, what did you want to, what did you want the tagline to be? I mean, this is the show where we give it to the girls. (laughs) All right. uh, Then we'll have our audience choose which tagline do you like better. This is the weekly nerd talkback show where we give it
1: to the girls, N- or
0: or this is the weekly nerd talkback show with a hint of accountability.
1: Whack, giving it to the
0: girls is
1: so much more
0: slay. <laughs> well, uh, our the majority of our audience is uh, actually. Does that exclude them
1: from being part of the girls? No, I'm just saying. Let them let them feel their zest. <laughs> let them get their juge. What the
0: fuck is a juge?
1: You don't know about zhuzh?
0: I don't. You know when you're feeling your oats. I Like
1: when you're feeling your
0: oats, you're in your juge. Okay, I'm just gonna accept it. I'm <laughs> not gonna ask any follow ups.
1: Yeah. Well, as I said, we have a lot to discuss this week. But <clears throat> as always, what were you doing this week? You know, let's catch up. What have you been up to since last time?
0: I'm just living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you niggas. Um, you,
1: p- why, what does that mean? Like, just
0: tell us what you were up to. You know, I'm just out here doing me. Don't you play in streams? You, you know, I'm representing myself out here What in is streets. this? <laughs> Did you decide to be a rapper all of a you sudden? You know, like, you know, I'm just out here holding it down for my people. Okay,
1: thank you, NFL player number 42.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm just doing the best that I can, you know, hoping. Okay. that i inspire other people to greatness because uh, you know it's is... all about holding the door open for the next generation all right you all know? right so that's what you've been up to this week I'll, you know i this week i've been i've been hustling hard okay you know n- never sleep all you know working yeah. all day Do you want to ask me what i've been up to this week sundown sun, sun down sunrise okay. i'm out here you're right just hustling, hustling grinding hard, grinding
1: <laughs> when you're in your grind era <laughs> You're in your alpha era. I,
0: I'm a I'm a sigma. No, I'm a sigma male. This That's is it. We, we're taking a hard right with this podcast. Let's talk <laughs> about let's talk about all these betas out here.
1: So actually, he means he's an omega, and he's slicking right now, girlies.
0: I don't know what that means. You
1: go hate it when you do.
0: <laughs> you know, let's let's talk about how to be an alpha male. All right. Out here in a sea full of babies. We can discuss
1: the incel genre of men later because I do like talking about it. They're my favorite flavor of men. Like, I do think. You know, if you want to get a high value
0: man. What do you bring to the table? Girl, what I build the bring table. What do you bring to the table? Like, I feel like as somebody who has a podcast, eventually that's what we're going to devolve into. I think it'd be funny if
1: we had one day where just like, you know, for a camp demonstration, we'd <laughs> pretend it to be one of those podcasts and just see what happens. But yeah, if anyone was curious, um, so this week on Monday, um, I played with my friends, we played Curse of Strahd. It was a pretty good session for us. Um, oh, we leveled up. And so now my character has this spell that means that nobody can use divination magic on me. So it was very slay, mm. very, very slay to use. Cause Strahd was looking at us and we're like, Oh work. Um, he's sexy though. You guys, if anyone was curious. We did find that out. And then on Wednesday, it was Blackout Wednesday, so I went to the club and...
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a foreign concept that we haven't heard before. I
1: know, like I just want to mix it up for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, so I went to the club and it was so great. I actually talked to somebody there about some of the drama that we're going to discuss. Um, we really just sat down and were like, let's get into the intricacies of these problematic people in this space. And I feel like that helped me warm up for this episode.
0: So what kind of problematic stuff are y'all talking about?
1: Um. Oh, we're already going to get into the meat of it. We're going to get into the meat of the episode. I mean,
0: I was, I, is that what y'all were talking about? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we're I thought you might have been talking about some other stuff. No, no. I was in the middle of the club being like, you're not going to believe this. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, there's really, there's really only one story mm-hmm. that we have. To report on. There's tons
1: of stuff we can talk about. Because remind you, this is all things nerd. Yeah. So we can talk about Luna. We can talk about what happened to Chu. And most importantly, we can talk about the resurgence of the 1973 film
0: Goncharov. We're not. We have to. (laughs) I'm I'm not participating in gaslighting.
1: It's not gaslighting. Goncharov was literally it was a moment for homoerotic cinema. 1973 and Martin Scorsese was willing to make statements like that but that's not where we're starting this it's episode it's not a
0: real movie
1: it is just because you haven't
0: seen it doesn't mean
1: it's not real stop
0: gaslighting our audience oh
1: okay. literally go to your local films like local movie rental place <laughs> ask for go You sit
0: people off to this degree
1: yeah because <laughs> it's a good movie
0: okay all right well we've got a, we've got a lot to, that we can talk about um uh it's not like we have any goddamn segments for this for this madness that y'all listen to and, and real quick we want to thank y'all for listening uh we've been looking at our numbers and people are actually listening which is fucking wild to us yeah um i was ready to just do this for me
1: oh yeah yeah i mean uh, I, was, I would like our little picture to change though
0: Okay, I'll change the picture. I've been lazy. Yeah. But we've, we've had 295 plays, 98 per episode, and an audience size of 67. So there's 67 of you, which means that if two more people join in, it'll be hilarious because it'll be the number 69.
1: I know. It's going to slay. And remember, at 100 listeners, my brother will post whole. <laughs> you gotta
0: stop saying post hole you said you would no i fucking you didn't you promised you post I, hole. What, what even is posting hole? i i mean
1: yeah you know where your hole is at and then you just take the <sighs> pictures and you post it
0: i'm
1: so tired yeah i'm so tired one of us had to so clearly i'd be you <laughs>
0: nobody listen no don't set People that want expectation to see the whole. <laughs> what hole <The> <laughs> stop talking <laughs> about hole jesus <laughs> <fucking> christ <sighs> um uh, yeah we're, we're almost at we're at 67 audience size so that means there's 67 of you listening so thank you so much um Please continue rating. Uh try and leave a nice little comment when you rate. That Please. always that cheers us up.
1: In the comments, like in the comments Don't in the reviews, I want you guys Don't to tell me this. if you're familiar with ABO, what ABO assignment would you give us? Do you think we're just two betas? Do you think I'm an alpha? Do you think that my brother's a little omega slicking it up like what the fuck i i'm not you're gonna be so upset once you figure out what it is i don't like the
0: sound of he's it he's
1: just slicking in the walmart chip aisle stop
0: saying slicking at He's home. slicking girly stop it just oh my god i just just wanted to do a show about tabletop
1: yeah so
0: thank you guys
1: so much for listening i appreciate every single one of you those of you that love me my little meow meow militia i love you so much um our spies on the inside who are fans of this podcast that give us the tea to talk about i love you as well and everyone that's new here thank you for listening i cherish you um and then just to build our parasocial relationship, we do have a Discord now, so you can message us directly.
0: Yes, we do have a Discord. It's for whatever reason called the Hot Homie Headquarters. Um, I'll put the link in the, the episode description if you'd like to join. Uh, and we're working on getting a Patreon set up. I'm just very tired, <laughs> so lazy. <laughs> What? The, what? <laughs> what did you say to me? I'm
1: omegaphobic as all. Well. What the f- <laughs> okay. okay. Somebody's off their heat suppressants. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna fucking murder you. Um Yeah, so that's 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 the groundwork that we're doing.
1: Yeah, so that's all the housekeeping,
0: I think. Yeah, by the time this comes out, uh PAX will be that week. So if you're listening to this at PAX, uh, you might find me at PAX, come say hi. You
1: will not find me. No, no they won't, no. They Isn't won't. that
0: happening in Philly? Y-
1: yeah, Oh girl, getting me in Philly? What's wrong <laughs> with Philadelphia? Ew.
0: Wow, wow, there's a portion of our viewership right there.
1: No, I mean.
0: Just talking shit about Philly for no reason.
1: I just like, when I think of Philly, I think of the cheesesteaks. And let me be real with you guys, let me be honest right now. I'm very lactose intolerant. And they be putting they be putting the cheese whiz on those and it does something to me physically. And I don't know why I'm taking that out on all of Philadelphia. Because quite honestly, it's my fault for eating the cheesesteaks, but I'm lashing out.
0: <laughs> so you're mad at Philadelphia because you can't control yourself.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Just, don't make such delicious cheesesteaks if I can't have it. I mean, I, I, You don't like Philly cheesesteaks? Uh, there goes the portion of our audience from Philly. Uh,
0: I'm just... I'm, uh, listen, there's nothing wrong with Philly cheesesteaks. It's just that Chicago does it better.
1: Chicago makes a better cheesesteak? Are yes. you serious? Yes, yes, we do. You know what? We have to move on before I commit fratricide. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> this Chicago Pride brand that you have, girl, yeah. I think that's what bothers me the most about you. What's
0: wrong with Chicago? So much. Well, first off, I get to have Chicago Pride. I live in the city. Alright?
1: Uh, I, I know, and I would never do that. I love myself.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I mm. love having places to mm. park. Mm. I have places to park.
1: That you won't get ticketed for doing yeah, so? Yeah. Do you finally have a permit?
0: Don't no? Alright,
1: I thought so. Maybe
0: mind your fucking business. Yeah, I
1: figured as much. No parking, it's freezing, people piss on the street. (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: called freedom.
1: I mainline having an HOA.
0: (laughs) 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 That's the whitest thing I've ever heard you say. And I'm
1: addicted to it. Oh,
0: that's disgusting. Okay, all right. Let's get to talk about some dirty shit. All what, right. what do you want to start with first?
1: Let's start with the big story of the week.
0: Okay. I've
1: decided that we're going to be the type of podcast where we just relentlessly say the names of things.
0: Okay, so we're talking about Level Up Dice here. Yeah, Girly Pop. Um, I guess, just to summarize what happened, <laughs> Level Up Dice, at some point... Thought that it might be pretty cool to make a dice out of tanks, which, as a concept, not terrible. Uh, the di- the the tanks that they chose, however, were uh, uh, Nazi tanks. Listen, they were, they 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 made dice out of Nazi tanks. Here we go.
1: <laughs> uh, on August first, twenty eighteen, oh, at twelve a.m. They posted about this for the first time, and I'm just going to read the post to you all. Okay. This is next level. We have been working for over a year to make this happen and are super excited to share it with you. Ever wanted to own a piece of history that you could also roll when needed? No. Um, In conjunction with the.
0: I, I, I'm okay with that. This sentiment is what I'm so talking far. about when
1: I say that not everything needs to be. Not laid. everything
0: with like a no. piece of history that you can roll? That no. doesn't sound so bad. Just let
1: me continue. Okay. In conjunction <laughs> with the Australian Armor and Artillery Museum, we are proud and excited to introduce you to the first of all, our World War II historic range. The Panzer IV was one of the most well-known German tanks of World War II. Not only was it versatile and highly customizable, it was also the chosen tank for many elite SS Panzer divisions. Jesus we have taken some of its 30mm side armor and turned them into, you guessed it, Dice. A highly limited run. Each set comes with certification from both the AA&A Museum and Level Up Dice. A wonderful photo collage of the process and actual piece of armor and a binder to keep it all together. With only 35 dice made, two polyhedral sets of seven and the remaining dice in sets of 12mm and 16mm D6s. Available first this weekend at Gen Gen Con? And then on our website next week, if you ever wanted to own a set of dice made out of Panzer IV armor from World War II, this is your chance. So there's so much to dissect there. Um, and I'm just going to go with the glaringly obvious. Um, the sentence, it was the chosen tank for many elite SS Panzer divisions.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't like that how horny they sound for Nazi for Nazi takes
1: that one. Like, how do you say that? How do you call anything Nazi? You'd be like, wow, they were elite girl. Where's
0: the thought process there? I, I don't know. Like, I don't like it's, it's not a good look now. I think, I think we need to add context to the story that this, was announced five years ago i said august 1st 2018. this was announced five years ago and the reason that the story is being brought up is because uh over thanksgiving break level up dice formally put out an apology which i I also have which i need to remind you this happened five years ago and they've just i guess this is this is the second apology Uh, I think it's the second. Okay.
1: Yeah, here is the apology. At this time, we would like to address the TTRPG community regarding our actions in creating dice from German tanks that were used by the SS. As a company, we took time to listen to the community to ensure everyone's voice was heard. They certainly took their time. We want to take this moment to express our deepest apologies to the Jewish community, the TTRPG community, and the countless other communities that were both impacted by the Holocaust and (coughs) hurt by our actions. (laughs) we were ignorant of the trauma that is still felt today and that is no excuse
0: how can you be ignorant to the damage caused by the holocaust, the holocaust. i'm sorry like i want just... to
1: preface all of this by saying that neither my brother nor i are jewish so of course our voices we're not coming with the authority of people that are
0: jewish no but i mean, i think it's reasonable to I think it's reasonable to to understand that there's still some uh, a lot of unresolved issues and a lot of unconfronted pain.
1: Before I even get involved in the meta, I just want to point out the fact that they said that as a company, we took time to listen to the community to ensure everyone's voice was heard, but I have receipts. So it's not true. Um When they first posted um, about the dice, someone very kindly commented, and I have this exchange between the commenter and Level Up Dice here. The commenter said, so I'm honestly not trying to be inflammatory here, but these essentially boil down to Nazi dice, yes? Very cool in the historical sense, but it would just eek me out to roll with a piece of a tank used to murder people in the name of fascism. Again, not trying to be inflammatory, I certainly understand the collector aspect of it, and not like I have an issue with museums displaying armor from the tank or anything, just sharing my initial thoughts. And Level Up dice response. They say, Hi, totally get the eek factor. Lucky for us humans, we all see things different ways. For me, for example, I see a 30-millimeter piece of metal that was designed to stop bullets and think, wow, that's amazing, and then try to figure out how we are going to cut something that dense. With that in mind, we made these dice without any particular political connotations. As part of the gaming family, we at Level Up are an inclusive lot that saw the beauty and challenge of a rare material and the opportunity to bring a collector's item to your tabletop experience. That. <sighs> There's a lot wrong with that. Right, and so I'm just gonna start top down here. Using Nazi metal is inherently political. political. Correct. Using something from World War II is inherently political. Using specifically this material, these tanks, bothers me because guess what? If anyone's familiar with Blitzkrieg, one of the first uh, big incidents that led up to World War II, you know, the foundation of World War II, Germany succeeded in those battles they'd succeeded when it came to blitzkrieg because of these tanks These aren't just tanks that the nazis used these are tanks that hurt a lot of people and quite frankly people would be so So many less people would be hurt if not for these specific tanks to me It's not only a matter of like these people are ignorant but now it's it's taste it's tasteless. It's just so it's so ignorant. <laughs> it's not just oh we didn't know. It's I you didn't care enough to know. Because I get one of the first things that comes up when you put in Panzer divisions, this was like these tanks is the Blitzkrieg. Whoa! <laughs> it's like they didn't read.
0: Yeah, they
1: didn't just, Google at all. I mean,
0: it like. Uh... The whole, like, I just see the metal and I'm like, how, do I, how am I going to cut into that? Like, you, 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 this is why you need several voices in the room that makes these kind of decisions. Because I get where you can be so hyper-focused on your craft that you only see in, in perspective of your craft so it's just like I only see things as a dice maker so I see this metal and I'm like oh this is gonna be a challenge to make a dice out of this I I, on some level I can get that but that's why you need somebody in the room that's just like hey yo let's just buy fucking military grade metal, metal and we can just do it that way you know clean slate Yeah, we don't have to I mean cause that's Like,
1: let's say, let's call a spade a spade. All of these, like, all of the metal of these dice had to have hurt someone. You don't make a tank to have it sit somewhere. You know what tanks do. These dice, holding them, imagine, I cannot imagine. You could, hypothetically, play using these dice with someone who those dice, their family got hurt. And I cannot fathom not thinking about that. What's killing me about this is, like, imagine they might have some of these tanks at a museum somewhere. So imagine seeing an exhibit about, of course, the people that these tanks hurt and your thought as you see all of this. Because, you know, the exhibit would be about the horrible things that happened. You see that. You see that exhibit and you go, I would really like to roll that. Like, it's a fundamental divorcing of the item from what it did. And I... Like, normal people can't do that. This is weirdo shit. It gavel, <laughs> clanked against the table. I, yeah. Weirdo shit.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they sold them, though. Exactly. It's the thing, right? And you know so who they had to have there. sold
1: them to. You know who the audience uh, for these dice are. And you know what? Part of me, very maliciously, and I don't care. Like, they could say they didn't mean harm all they want. The people that connect that collect Nazi memorabilia. We know who they are. And from a business standpoint, they'll pay a lot of money for Nazi memorabilia because it's taboo to have. You shouldn't have it. You shouldn't be selling it. And uh, part of me thinks this was a business decision. Uh, (laughs) And now, you know, you can say that's me thinking in bad faith. But when you do shit like that, you open yourself up to that.
0: I mean, true. I just, I don't know how this idea went from... Concept to production. I don't know how nobody in the room said this has to stop. I don't know how there wasn't an adult in the room that said that we can't fucking do this. Like that's the thing that blows my mind. Like companies have bad ideas all the time. Like I, I, I've i worked for a couple that just just wanted to do some real stupid shit. And, and and but there's always somebody in the room that goes, "Hey, for these reasons, we shouldn't do this." And like, level up dice. It, it's they they're seasoned. They've been around for a bit. So Business I, decision, uh, money. I just so I, sad. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to go to that extent. I do. It's it's not a great look. And they there has there has apparently been other problematic histories, um with with, with the brand.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, just gonna say, like, I it would be very ignorant of me to say, like, I can't believe how they would do something like this. And once again, not Jewish, but I would like to just say point blank, like, anti-Semitism is so insidious and I feel like a lot of people uh downplay it as not that serious so much so that something like this could happen. <laughs> you know, people are like meh, 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 and things like this get done. Yeah.
0: It's it this 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 is the kind of shit that's a little disheartening in in this space where it's just like we 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 all look bad when companies do dumb shit like this. What it, did I say? I, I hope that they do better, though. Blue hair
1: McWhite guy did something heinous. <laughs> who could have seen it? Coming? Well, we,
0: I don't know anything about the company. I don't know anything about Level Up Dice. I don't know who, who owns it or who works there. Well, but. now
1: we do know who runs it. Freaks. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. You fucking can't... weirdos. <laughs> i can't wait till they find the slave teeth dice oh my god don't do that have you ever looked at a piece of history and gone i want to roll that we made slave teeth dice
0: <laughs> don't put that out there they'll do it don't <laughs> put that out there
1: Oh, my oh, God. God.
0: Well, uh, I would just like to say that all the opinions expressed for Julia, are <laughs> specifically, Joy. No, it's shared by the company. Um, you know, th- you know.
1: I hear they're making dice bags. They found uh, the rope used to lynch I, no, <laughs>
0: no, no, no. my
1: ancestors. No. And they said, Have you ever looked at the no, visa history? No. And gone, I want to
0: hold my dice in this? No, no, Jesus Christ so we, we, we're we gonna make it to four episodes and that's it huh
1: like first of all what are they gonna do hit me with a cease and desist here's a big one fellas anyone can send you a cease and desist do not listen
0: <laughs> that's my <laughs> don't legal, take advice. Your legal advice from our show either <laughs> um yeah it's just honestly all all the way around it's a bad look um please don't participate in the training of Nazi anything. It's just it just adds more sad to the world and we don't need any more sad.
1: Legitimately, I I'm I can't support these people after this and honestly, I pray nobody does. What was this? There's so many differences between this is a misstep, a fundamental understanding, or maybe just a lack of knowledge. And then there is whatever this
0: is. Like, (laughs) Like Wow. I, it it just it kind of feels like it's deflating because it feels like everything is turning turning to shit. It's like Nazis are popping up everywhere fucking
1: I mean the anti Trump is back
0: on Twitter. Twitter's oh. a cesspool. Motherfuckers are trying to migrate to whatever other socials that they can. You know, right now I've i I've I've moved over to Hive and God bless it, but it's it sucks. It doesn't suck. It's just I mean, it's run by two people. Yeah. I get it. There's no privacy policy on there. The legal lease is a bit thin. And again, they, they and they don't fuck with sex workers, the, sex workers either. So So Slay.
1: But yeah, um, Back to this because I, I can't stop thinking about it. this is like per, like has gotten into my mind because once again when I was discussing this in the club, the person I was discussing this with both of us just kind of came to the conclusion that there is no way logically like they say that they just they didn't know that they would hurt people doing this like there was a lack of understanding and I like that my friend and I said in tandem they didn't know that the Holocaust hurt people. And so I just I wanna discuss. I would like to sit down at a table with the people that did this and I wanna know what the thought process was. <laughs> or was
0: there not one? I I I honestly just think that they were thinking about the dollar side. Oh,
1: absolutely. That's what I believe. That that's it. They were like, I can make so much money. Mm. That is so ugh.
0: Yeah, and they, and there are other stories about this particular brand, uh, that you know about them dealing with a, a small time creator, mm-hmm. and that not going very well. And, and, and it 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 gets it gets uh <laughs> dicey. Is now the time to make jokes? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I just
1: I was trying. Listen, uh, it was just like, I don't know. This is so wild to me ugh luxury dice who would have thought that uh this they would be the evil villains of the week people that made rocks expensive rocks i
0: mean it, there's there's nothing wrong with the hobby of collecting dice i just think that sometimes people take it a little Mm -hmm. far
1: i think capital capitalism incentivizes innovation and unfortunately uh the innovation isn't always good uh well you
0: can only innovate dice so fucking much like essentially their function is to just roll
1: yeah roll look good in those two things uh but i feel like if they wanted to make dice out of unconventional materials i want to know why they were like let's Make it out of Nazi tanks instead of something I would have done where it's
0: like... I think this might have just been a a story of somebody getting a connect, like a weird connect. Mm -hmm. And like being so excited about how limited the access is that they just... You know what hit me? They
1: could probably get away with getting the metal from these tanks Mm -hmm. because you don't want anything to do with these tanks. The Artillery Museum probably didn't want anything to do with the tanks. Of course they let some nerds cut it up. (coughs) (laughs) And the nerds that cut it up did not think for a hot second why the museum would be so willing to give them tank pieces. I mean, and I'm now going to do a fun exercise where I look up the Australian Artillery Museum mm-hmm. and try to find other interesting pieces of metal from other pieces of history that would not be offensive. And I'm going to do that as the largest dunk on these freaks that I can think. of. <laughs> I, this
0: got you heated
1: because I my whole thing in life is that I can get away with like not doing harm. Right. I'm kind of like a doctor. I do my best to do no harm. And so the idea that these people did something—that it's all about hurt, you know—the Nazis hurt people, tanks hurt people on so many levels. You could have boiled this down to: this is all about the pain of others, and they didn't think about that. They thought, "I can roll the dice."
0: <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's it's messy. It's ugly.
1: I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, yeah, duh. Of course <laughs> you don't. You have common sense.
0: I mean, but at least we've set the bar real, 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 real low. Real low. Like it's. I mean, we've now gotten to Nazi tanks, and a and it took five years for an apology. I think that's five years is what is taking me out. Yeah, I, I you know so you know maybe maybe there's hope for this space. And you know what's crazy? I think they
1: apologized to get ahead of it because obviously anti-Semitism has been in the media because of Kanye West and Dave Chappelle. And I guarantee you that they looked at the Nazi dice and were like, "Fuck, we're well, next." They're not
0: still selling them. Well,
1: not anymore. anymore. Like, w- when did
0: they stop? That's a good question. Oh no! <laughs> when did they stop? Like, and how much? how much are these oh oh okay Mm -hmm. they're they're up there Uh, you know uh, they're up there they got crystal dice and precious stones dice oh
1: okay what's the movie Fury about because they have a replica of a tank from the film fury something fictional
0: Why you're really getting in the you're really getting in the ass. I'm in
1: the ass, because this is absolutely,
0: absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that's not a question to ask, never mind. Mm-hmm. I was like, did they even look good? Stop. <laughs> well, I'm curious. I like... And
1: for what it's worth from the pictures of their initial announcement of this, mm-hmm. they didn't look good.
0: See, that's you you going make ugly Nazi dice. <laughs> I hate this conversation. Like, it's just I hate so... this conversation
1: so much. They had weapons from the Allies at that museum. They did not have to choose the Nazi tanks.
0: Well, they you don't know if they have access to the metal from the Allies.
1: So so imagine that. Then if they do ask for ally weapons, they say no. They're offered the Nazi tanks, and they take it. Then that's double on the freak
0: accusations. Okay, explain. What do you mean?
1: Because then that means they knew at first to do right, to mm-hmm. not have Nazi tanks. Um, they could not do right and then decided, okay, let's do the bad thing, but we just sell it. <laughs> like, we just really double down and go ham on it. Oh, is this their management team?
0: I, no, no, we're not.
1: We're Roll. Scroll down. What, I let's got, play... How many black people? Are Dude, not there? even black,
0: non-white. God, it looks like I'm in the Cool Whip aisle. Yeah, there's, there isn't a hint of melanin to be seen.
1: This is so embarrassing. So yeah, no, it's the Freak Brigade. Um, no, come, we, we can't. Well, I, I, there had. I don't think all of them agreed with this. I'm gonna be real. You're not gonna catch my name associated with Nazis. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's, that's true.
1: Nevertheless, you persisted type B when it comes to me.
0: It, 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 not, not to keep kicking, but they, they No, do. let's kick them all down. There are some things that are unforgivable. Siding with
1: Nazis gets you on my shit list.
0: They do the thing where they say they're diverse because of gay orientation. People. Yeah, because they hired gay people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They said no intersectionality, actually
0: it's very it's very white y'all god you know what but that's that's fine
1: it's like the Gay Straight Alliance at the Seasoning Haters Anonymous
0: <laughs> you know what this kind of makes me want to go through some of my favorite companies in the space uh-huh. and see what their teams look like right
1: and so while you do that i'm gonna do a quick psa
0: okay um
1: there's nothing wrong with you know people running a successful business but i would now after seeing these people with quite a large operation i would like and you know they were awful i'm just gonna turn everyone's heads towards the knowledge that there is a lot of small dice makers that could really use your attention and support right now Um, I don't know any by name, but definitely look instead of supporting uh, Nazi dice people. <laughs> Maybe let's support some small dice creators.
0: Do you have a Do you have a favorite dice creator?
1: Girl, didn't I just say I don't know any by name?
0: Damn. Do you have any favorite small creators? I
1: oh that make dice
0: that make anything in the space, man. Uh, uh, chill. Oh my
1: god, don't yell at me. Don't you yelled at me first? Oh my god, literally, he's taking this out on me. He's lashing out.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Um, I really like Anita. I like Critical Misses.
0: <laughs> we that's not a. We don't sell anything.
1: You, you guys stream. That, that doesn't count. That sell your personality. <laughs> <laughs> you sell your time. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, what other small businesses? Honestly.
0: Iris Savard. Yeah. Makes a lot of cool shit yeah, jewelry, jewelry uh dice trays i honestly check them out mm-hmm. it's all good shit uh my buddy kelsey makes candles mm-hmm. canter candles are they're they're solid mm-hmm. and black owned if i'm not mistaken wow. gang gang and of course you could always support your small creators by picking up merch uh huh
1: i don't see any money from that so i'm not plugging the merch I'm not plugging our merch. I don't see a dime. Yep. You gotta pay me directly on Kofi. You can ask for my money, like, Venmo <laughs> me, Zell me. I'm not making no money.
0: We haven't sold anything. Listen. I gotta get better at advertising.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. We should do a photo shoot. We should actually take uh, cute pictures. That, that
0: requires work. I'll post whole. <laughs> you listen. <laughs> You got one more time to save it, and then I'm cutting, so cutting the pockets. <laughs> but I'll save my
1: WhatsApp. But, yeah. Um, You'll save <laughs> Yeah, I was going to save the last time. Um, I follow this person that makes, like, shoes and bags and stuff. They're at Pocket Bean on Instagram. Oh, okay. They, it's so cute. And all of their bags have accessibility in mind. So if you have mobility issues or things that would make it normally hard to carry a bag, their bags are designed with that in mind.
0: We just became one giant advertisement for for folks.
1: I know. And, like, we don't receive any kickback. We're not sponsored.
0: Yeah, somebody give us free stuff.
1: Can I please get free stuff? I just want free stuff. How about this? How about this? I don't have a dice tray. I don't have a dice bag. I don't have uh dice. Where where would they even send it? You don't got like a P.O. box. Honestly that. send it to my fucking address. <laughs> you can't give people your address. I will give you your address. I'll give you my address if you want to send it. I'm not to be to like date. you ain't giving up my address. I'll I, tell you I'll tell you what. No, literally I'm giving out my address. Don't like, you
0: do it. Don't you fucking it? It would be
1: self. so funny. <laughs> My
0: God. I've got a lot of work to do with this episode. I'm, I'm going to, to
1: dox myself if it means I get dice, a dice bag, a dice tray. Anything nice, honestly.
0: Oh uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh so you were on morning ritual today. I was. And uh we pitched a show called uh Zoomers and Dragons. Yeah. And so that's gonna be something that we that we get going. Right. right we get a bunch of zoomers together yeah what are you pointing at cuz
1: the thing is falling so okay clown man anyway don't
0: call me clown man rap man
1: <laughs> he's a rap man
0: i'm going to fight you i'm going to i'm going to attack yeah. you yeah
1: so basically zoomers and dragons cuz basically if you're listening to this you are probably a millennial just like by numbers and the thing is the ttrpg space online seems to be mostly millennials And while that is very sleigh and like good for you guys, um, there are young people that want to play and that it is very fun to watch us play because we're not jaded by life and taxes just yet. So um, I'm going to get my Gen Z homies and we're going to force dear brother here to DM for us. And you get to watch two journeys happen at once uh gen z people trying to figure out how to play D D because it'll be like game two game three for some of us and then you get to see my brother try to rein in a bunch of people in their early 20s asking if their somatic components for spells can be voguing the house down boots mama yes
0: i don't know why i signed up for this <laughs> but i did
1: right um i'm already like taking
0: one of the many projects that i have Jumped into, uh huh, that uh, I may be regretting.
1: <laughs> it's definitely gonna be fun. I recommend getting stickers and snacks for us for when we do well. well it's not gonna
0: be an in studio game.
1: Obviously not. <laughs> Honestly, it should be. Let us just come over.
0: No. Let a bunch of Gen Z people come in. No, my house is not big enough for that. Uh huh. My patience is not big enough for that. Ugh, why would you do that?
1: <laughs> Let us be in your house with <laughs> some.
0: We're so low energy because of giving.
1: Let us be in your uh, Okay, let's see. Uh huh. So let's talk about something else pressing in fandom. Okay. Um.
0: What What do you got? Can for I get us? a
1: moment of silence for Luna stands on this day?
0: After all of the losses that we've actually had, mm-hmm. this
1: somehow James manages. Jason David to...
0: Frank. Yeah. We we lost the Rage Ranger. We lost Batman. Mm-hmm. And you want to take a moment.
1: Of silence for Chew,
0: yes. Who the fuck... Oh, Chew. Okay. Yeah, everyone. Okay, <laughs> fine. A moment of silence for all of our heroes here. Mm-hmm.
1: Chew is alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, dude. Chew is alive. <laughs> you know, you, let's take a moment of silence for the Green Ranger and Batman. All right. All
1: right. I can't believe you took a moment away from a woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> shut the fuck up we're trying to have a mournful moment all right fine i'm warning okay that's laid oh (laughs) (laughs) it's a podcast we can't be quiet for too long yes
0: we can no we need to teach people to enjoy and embrace silence
1: girl not when it's a podcast embrace listening to me talk (laughs) so anyway on i want to yes on friday morning at three o'clock in the morning it was announced that Kim Ji-woo, a.k.a. Chu, would stop being a member of LUNA. And it wasn't a matter of her quitting or her leaving. It was a matter of the company forcing her out. And I have the official statement. Uh, Let me just pull that up.
0: How many of y'all actually know what luna is or actually listen to luna please let me know
1: yeah i'll give a brief explanation for the girlies up top so basically luna was a 12-member K- k-pop group
0: that's a lot that's too many members no
1: that's a perfect amount it's one for every month because like idali sonyo uh, their uh korean name it like translated to girls of the moon slash girls of the month and their shtick was for an entire year Once a month, a girl would be announced, she would get a solo single and a music video, and then you would play the game, Who's Next Girl? That's what their promotion was. And so we did that for an entire year until every girl was revealed. And so now, like, they had lore pre-debut, all their music videos told a story. They became very popular because of their, like, narrative gimmick. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, though, Girls of the Month require 12 girls. That's why it's kind of awkward that one is gone now. But anyway, back to the ousting.
0: Are they going to replace Chu? No. Why am I asking questions?
1: Because this is a story, it's important. So here's the, here's the statement The company is announcing that it is determined to expel and remove the company managed artist Chu, birth name Kim Jiwoo, from the membership of Luna Effective today. Many stories have circulated this year regarding Luna's Chew, but the company and the Luna members have gone through this time without expressing any perspective on the matter in order to avoid causing problems out of concern for the group's development and the worry of fans. This was a heartfelt expression of the Luna members' affection towards the team and care towards the fans, intending to do their best to show only good appearances through performance and contents, rather than speak to what is true or not. However, recently there have been reports of abuse of power, including verbal abuse by Chu, towards company staff. Investigation has confirmed the veracity of these reports. Company leadership is currently apologizing and offering consolation to the staff, and the company has decided to take responsibility by expelling Chu from Luna. Yeah... And then there's other paragraphs, but then they throw some more shade. And they say, going forward, the company and Luna will return to a humble mindset and do our best so that nothing like this may happen again. The Luna members have never worked solely for their personal profit or gain. And because they know the gratitude owed to the fans who have helped them get to today, they have done nothing that would burden the team. We will complete the race and be sure to repay the love of all those who cheer for Luna. Yeah. What the fuck what the fuck did Chu do to upset them so bad? So I'm glad you asked oh
0: no so basically
1: <laughs> the issue with Luna as a whole was how they were marketed. Uh-huh. the who's next girl thing meant that people often found one girl out of the twelve that they really really liked right and especially the Korean public would have one or two girls that they really, really liked more than the other ones and um, the thing about Chu was that she was one of the favorite girls of the Korean public, so she would get side gigs. She would get booked for commercials, booked to host things. She got chosen to have her own reality show called Chew Can Do It, where she just does different jobs. Right. Uh, the thing about it, though, is that she was very open about this, too. She wasn't receiving compensation for those side jobs. What? Yeah. She went on one of the side jobs and just said, I still haven't been paid. I don't have any money. <laughs> um, And that's why it's kind of shady that the company was like, The other girls never worked solely for their own profit and gain. They're calling her greedy for asking to be paid. And the thing was like, if you're a fan of Luna or if you were a fan of Chu, you would see the amount of side work she was doing and be very, very confused. She was always doing something, filming something. So the fact that she has seen no money It was abuse and she actually sued to get herself out of her contract uh, with the label so that at least her solo endeavors could be managed by a different management team. And I think that's what drove the rift between her and the current company, Mm. because now all those side gigs she was doing, she would receive the money for not them. And I think that has caused such well, a big thing. That's
0: what the fuck is supposed to happen. Well, I, you know what? I don't know K-pop enough to put my opinion in.
1: The thing is, um, there were some cases in which this happened. Some It works on a group-by-group basis. Um, there were some groups where one girl would be really popular, and she would have her side gigs, and her side gigs would just be split amongst all, let's say, 12 girls.
0: Okay, so it's like they all did it.
1: Right. Um, And there are some where the girls were like, no, anything I did individually was mine. Um, But I think BBC was doing a secret third thing where they would just absorb that money and not give it to the girls.
0: Could be me.
1: Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't have been true. And it was crazy because when I tell you that the company lashed out at her for her suing, I mean, um, she no longer received company transport to her gigs. So, like, let's say all of Luna is booked to go on a reality show. The company would provide transportation for the other 11 girls and she would take a taxi by herself. Yeah. That's grimy. Yeah. The other girls would receive bodyguards and help walking in. She would have to carry her own things.
0: (laughs) So I just had news brought to my attention. Okay. About one Satine Phoenix.
1: Oh, great. We're on Satine Watch. Sorry to all my Chew fans. I'm so sorry
0: to just... uh, It it appears that Satine has made her way back to Twitter and decided to (laughs) retweet Elon Musk uh, when he was was bringing back Trump. Oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. I was just shown information that says that she's a Jordan Peterson fan. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> can you hear the exhaustion? The- and I'm just like, can't be. You know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna talk about this. Instead, we gonna talk about something that brings me happiness. No, I have to say something real quick. What? Um, what? What?
1: What, what, can, what can we say? Oh, I can say whatever I want. What she gonna do? Beat my ass? Don't she got bread to bake or some shit? <laughs> uh, no. What's what is so telling about this woman is like from the Jordan Peterson thing, the new support of Elon Musk and everything you've told me in the in the past. You know how we were joking about being like a Sigma man podcast? Yeah. She's doing that not as a joke. She fully is one of those red pilled
0: women. <laughs> red red pilled women.
1: Yeah, well, you know how like the incels they like, took the red pill and so now they know the reality of life and
0: it's that because that they can't get late. Right, right, right. It's like oh women are playing and life can, can on can easy somebody, mode. Like, I I need somebody to explain to me how them being enlightened makes it so they can't get late. How does no, that no, no. make sense?
1: Okay, I've actually studied incels because like this is one of my special interests. It's very weird. Well, uh, why? I, I'm mentally ill. Anyway. So basically, it's not the enlightenment that makes it that they can't get laid. They're enlightened now and now that they know not to try because they'll never get laid.
0: So it's 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 embracing the fact that you that don't have enough you... social skills to foster relationships so I... just See, but that's burn it all to the ground?
1: See, but that's it. You think it's a matter of social skills. They think that it is something that biologically they cannot change. It's bone structure. Some it's always things that have to be changed. I'm too short. You can't force yourself to grow. My bone structure is too weak. You can't fix your jaw like that. So they think that it's inherently something wrong with them that cannot be changed. So they cannot try. It's that's why I'm then not getting girls. How are girls. these
0: motherfuckers white supremacists?
1: Um, because that, it doesn't make sense. They believe also in a sense of entitlement to women as well. Because you have to remember these like average. Well, not even average. These kind of clapped looking white guys that are gross, you know, who were they raised by? Like grandparents who back in the day, all you had to do to get a wife was stand there because she couldn't have a bank account without you. You know, it was easy to get a wife because you didn't have to, you know, put in any effort. You know, women depended on men to survive. And so now they're looking at their grandfather that didn't do anything and their dad that didn't do anything. And they're like, well, why do I have to put in effort? I'm entitled to a woman the same way they were. And that's not the truth anymore. Women don't need them.
0: And they can't handle it. They can't cope. But I, I, I think, I think the dissonance for me comes from putting myself in the mind of an incel.
1: Okay, I'm there.
0: Okay, here we go. Let me see if I got this right. Mm -hmm. Life is unfair. I'm short. Mm -hmm. There are women out there who don't like short guys. Right. Life is unfair. I can't grow taller so I'm gonna give up on trying. Yep, you're doing it. But I'm better than everybody?
1: Yeah. Because you have a fundamental understanding that other people don't have. You have to look at it um,
0: top down. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, of course it doesn't. It's copium. I'm short, so clearly, I'm short.
1: Physically, it's about, you have to separate the physical and the mental physically they are inferior and they know this. Well, I mean they're not actually inferior. They we're getting into the mindset. So physically they believe they're inferior because of something they cannot change. But they're smarter than the chads that get the women. They're more interesting than the chads. Like mentally these guys think they
0: are kings. So okay, so like I can't help the fact that I'm sure. Yes. But I'm smarter and better right. than all the guys getting girlfriends. Yes, that's it. But nobody's seeing that. Right. So I'm better than everybody? No, no. See, that's <laughs> like, why I'm it. trying to figure out You're where getting the white really supremacist
1: close. comes from. The white supremacy comes from. Well, you just have to realize that there's racists everywhere. Okay. So now some of the white men just add in that extra flavor of racism. Because now black chads, or as they're called, um, what's the Jamals, I think, or Jerome's? It's something racist. Um Jesus Christ. They're like these Jamals get women, and that's crazy because I'm also better because I'm white. It's just a little add-on. But
0: you wanna be tall. Yeah. So inherently you can't be superior to somebody that has a trait that you want that you can't get, right? You'd think. Oh, <laughs>
1: Sorry, we're receiving live updates on the um, bread maker situation.
0: (laughs) We can't just go around calling her
1: Oh my God. Okay. But yeah, um, sorry. Bread making salt woman is, when she was in her Jordan Peterson era, the pseudo pseudo intellectualism of that. But uh, back to this dissection. Well, um, you just have to understand, you know. While they are inferior because of their bone structure and height or whatever, they do think that they still have. I'm sure it sucks, but like you get by. Right, but they would look at you like. Let me get into character. My name is Trevor, and I have weak little wrists. Women hate feminine wrists. Okay, I'm in character, and so you said what that you're short, but you can get by. Why do you think that? Well, I think what how do you how do you think you can get girls when you're short? Why do you think you're getting by? Do you think that any girl that would pick you actually likes you? No, she would leave you the moment she saw a real tall Chad that had interest in her. She's using you for her money until she can take your money and ride the cop
0: carousel. You just do a whole lot at me. and yeah. I'm just like.
1: Right. You have to understand. They think that if you are an incel with a girlfriend that loves you, like if you're any man, basically, that they deem should be an incel, like ugly or whatever, and you have a woman that loves you, they don't think that she actually loves you. They think she's using you for your money because you're a beta cuck.
0: I don't have no money.
1: Right. Well, (laughs) then you're providing something for her and you're a beta cuck. You're supposed to provide for your partner in a relationship. No, she would never ask a Chad to do what you're doing for her. You're a beta cuck. Oh. Cock. oh okay. And she's uh just staying with you until a real Chad gives her attention and then she'll leave you.
0: Okay. Well, you know.
1: I'm addicted to incel culture. I
0: just I none of like none of this shit makes sense. It doesn't.
1: It's fundamentally like it's a coping mechanism for like, people that refuse to grow.
0: It's <laughs> It's just so stupid, yeah, it's so stu- I mean it like they're using red pill it it, it
1: they don't know, know it's a trans allegory yeah, none of it makes sense, <laughs> and that's why I like it so much because it's absurdism, it's uh copium, it's a coping mechanism for people that refuse to grow, learn, and change, and be that's because it's easy to it's easier to feel helpless than to realize that you're- That be you're...
0: interesting. Exactly,
1: you know, it's easier to feel helpless than to realize the way you feel really is your fault. You know? Like, it's hard to take accountability for putting yourself in a bad situation, and so they don't, and instead they do this, and they radicalize each other, uh, instead of just, you know, doing simple things. And what I really enjoy about it is that it really is the simple things. There are some of them that don't believe in showering. <laughs> because people oh. always tell them, like, why don't you just shower? I mean, that's step one, and they're like, they don't get it. It doesn't matter if I shower or not. The, the girls will never want someone like me. Why would I even bother?
0: Like, do they not realize that's why half of the people that know how to play guitar know how to play guitar because we're just like, shit, I'm short. I got to get something about me that's fucking interesting. Yeah. They always tell me to just get a hobby.
1: Don't they understand? So what? I learned how to play guitar. That doesn't guarantee that a
0: woman will be interested in me. So they just wanna get a partner for doing nothing? Yes. They think they're entitled to it. It's entitlement. You gotta make yourself interesting. Exactly. And they refuse to believe that. I mean that's the same thing with friendships too. Like you can't just sit and then expect friends. Right.
1: And I think that's what intrigues me so much. They've made an excuse for everything. You can't give them any advice because they're so convinced that life is this one way and that because things don't go exactly how they want things to go, you know, it's, it's inevitable.
0: All right, so on to something that makes me happy (laughs) this week by... TikTok has been invaded by two things. Can I get to the Yelps? Sweet yells Okay. Show me the way. All right. You feel better? <laughs> I got bills to pay. Okay. And the The Doubloons. doubloons. Uh, okay. Are you familiar with doubloon TikTok? I'm familiar
1: with doubloon TikTok. I'll leave up. I'm not on it.
0: What? Yeah. It's the greatest thing. The Except these motherfuckers are running up by the blooms I ain't got no more the blooms They keep taking it for me. I'm at me.
1: like you know i was I saw a couple <laughs> videos. I'm at 47. It's a very I, odd. They number. keep running me up for the blooms I'm, I'm starting to take it personally. Uh, you You <laughs> explain the doubloon ecosystem. Huh? Explain the doubloon ecosystem. All
0: right. So the doubloons TikTok started. It was it was very lovely with uh there's like a picture of a cat holding its paws out. And it looks like they're stretching out and doing, like, the number four. And so the post was like, you know, here are four doubloons. And then it just kind of grew to more cats, cat pictures and giving doubloons. And then, like, other cat pictures would, like, sell you things for the doubloons that you gathered through your TikTokking, Uh, And now they're, like, doubloon pirates and it's like it's just another organic storyline that's developing over TikTok, that just is pure, wholesome, and sweet, and everything that I, I want mm-hmm. on the internet. It's 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 the antithesis of incels.
1: right? See, I have found something similar this week. Okay. Um, there's a resurgence of the 1973 film *Gone Oh fuck! Directed by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> And if anyone's if anyone's curious it's a mafia movie which like typically I don't like but this one had some very nice themes it's about the main character Goncharov and his wife Katya and they move from Russia to Naples Italy Where Goncharov tries to start a criminal empire, and the rest of the film is about you know Goncharov and his wife losing their marriage in favor of focusing on the empire that they've built, and that's characterized by Goncharov. he kind of starts having this intimate relationship with one of his mas- mafioso buddies, Andre, and Katya is kind of entranced by one of her lady friends. And all of this is told with this overarching theme of time, as characterized by Katya being—spoiler alert—assassinated at the stroke all right, of midnight. Listen, I'll
0: let you get as far, yeah, as I think I'm going to, yeah, without us explaining what the fuck is actually going on with this thing, yeah. So would you explain what's actually going on with this?
1: Fine. Guys, gonna have to give it up. Goncharov did not win the Oscar. And I, okay. Oh my God. If you <laughs> don't explain the isn't real. It's not a real movie. It's It's not real. Um, basically, it comes from a Tumblr post where somebody posted a picture of a knockoff shoe they bought, where instead of an actual tag, it was like a fake advertise. It was an advertisement for a Martin Scorsese film that doesn't exist. It, and on the words, on the tag, it just read Gontarov, directed by Martin Scorsese. And when they were like, this is a fake film advertisement on my shoe, someone responded and said, this fucking idiot hasn't seen Gontarov. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the internet has been ghastly lighting ever since they've come up with
1: plot yeah ice pick jack posters fake characters ice pick jack fake like it's becoming
0: shorthand and it's it's really there's a whole
1: plot the plot i gave you guys is the agreed upon plot of gondrov complete with the clock symbolism and everything
0: like it's almost enough to make a real movie at this point. Oh, it is.
1: And there's literally more fanfics for Gontarov than there are for like some actual properties. I have been reading Gontarov fic and I literally started crying. <laughs> there's like fake quotes from Gontarov. There's a scene that mind you, none of this is real, but it's been described and we all agree it's canon. There is a scene where Katya shoots Gontarov and she's like, "I love you, my dear." that's why I shot you and Gontrov goes no if you loved me you wouldn't have missed which then is paralleled by the ending scene when Andre shoots and kills Gontrov and uh, then Gontrov looks in the camera and he goes Andre my love you didn't miss and it is just so beautiful
0: I want to know what happens with this Goncharov thing. Like at some point somebody's actually going to film this.
1: If Martin Scorsese was a real one, he'd make (laughs) Goncharov. If he was an ally. Are are
0: you calling out Martin Scorsese? Yes. Um You hear that, you rap bitch. No, don't call him
1: that. Scorsese. If you wanna support gay people this year, make Goncharov, please.
0: Wait, when did Gondrov become a LGBT?
1: That's the core of the plot. That Katya and Gondrov moved to Naples and both of them end up falling in love with someone of the same sex because they kind of let their marriage dwindle in favor of focusing on their mafia. Gondorov falls in love with his fellow mafioso Andre and Katya falls in love um, with this lady that's also there. I forgot her name, but like it's Slay. Like... The fan art of Gondrov Slay's. The amount of times you've said it slays. It
0: just slays so hard, Gully Pops. All right. Uh, well, is there anything else we'd like to cover? Um, You might be getting a short one today, folks, because Thanksgiving and packs, and I've got Pokemon going. So it's 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 back and forth. So what do we got?
1: Well, I just feel like it's important to get like for the people that listen to us to get to know us outside mm-hmm. of our nerd dumb. So can I ask you what's something that you'd like to share with the audience?
0: Ah, uh, you know, I just be out here grinding. You,
1: this cannot be your answer twice. Nine
0: nine a.m. to nine p. every day. You know, just on only my nine sheet. a to nine p. You know. I be I be hustling hard, keeping it real in these streets. Okay. You know, trying to make sure that I put my people up, you know, not not getting caught whacking. Not never. I hate it. Being that for a, you. being a real one out here. Okay. You know. Work.
1: I can't stand that. <laughs> I didn't like a single second of that
0: one. You know, because, like, they trying to get your boy out here. Like, you know, the world's against me, but I got my back against the wall. I got that thing in my hand. I ain't ain't never letting the man take me down. You understand? All right. So my fun fact about myself
1: (laughs) is that I really am into two things, video essays and amusement parks. So I've been having the time of my life this week. Uh, Defunct Land made a video on who made the theme song for Disney Channel. It's like four hours long, and I need you to know that I haven't felt as alive ever as I felt when I watched that video. Yo,
0: like some video essayists, just I watched them because they upset me. Like, uh-huh. Every time they have an opinion, I disagree with them. Right? I don't think this. I don't think there's an essayist that I hate more. And, and like I don't hate the person, like right, just m- the content. But uh, high top mm-hmm. films, yeah, that guy, yeah. I watch his essays just to get mad. Really? Yeah. I, he, every opinion he has is real. dude. I don't, I don't agree with him on anything. Really? And on anything at all. Sometimes we agree, and then I'm like,
1: I'm gonna nah. change my opinion so we don't agree. Nah, fuck you, do. Nah, no. Nah. I only watch video essayists I really like jenny nicholson oh her videos she did one on evermore park we should go
0: jenny nicholson yeah uh, is she the one that did the star wars thing and then blew up Mm-hmm. i like her me She's too fine.
1: i love contra points as well which is actually very controversial i shouldn't have said that
0: yeah i was about to be like isn't contra pretty pop uh, pretty uh problematic i've heard i've heard i've heard from both camps yeah i don't know personally i like some of, i like some of her stuff Mm-hmm. uh but
1: the thing is a lot of the things she's accused of being problematic r- regarding i'm in the marginalized community that should be offended so i think it's up to me to decide how i feel about it oh, okay and well, so I don't fucking know. right since i was uh not offended i'm like good uh if anybody wants to hit me with arguments otherwise uh don't actually that would ruin my day um uh- <laughs> You know, yeah. Let's just yeah, let's just keep shouting out our
0: favorite internet people then.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I want to do a listener shout out of the week. That's something we can start doing. Okay, who we shout uh, out? More shoddy.
0: More shoddy's a real one. Yeah,
1: a- thank d- you. A, d- a
0: real day one.
1: A real day one. Been listening to this podcast since episode one. Yeah. Has done a lot of work uh, to help me understand TTRPG things because my brother doesn't explain things to me. Yeah. <sighs> well, <laughs> <just>, <laughs> I caused problems on purpose. Yeah, so Morshadi is our shout out of the week. Thank okay, you. Best shout P. out uh for
0: that. Everybody show some love to Morshadi on yeah. Twitter, Twitch, how anywhere. do you spell that? M-O-R-S-H-A-D-I. Yo, if I got that. Is that off their the at t- Is there yeah, not an underscore in there? I don't think there's an underscore. Let me take a fucking look coming at me like this did you did you offer to spell it
1: no girl i don't be doing that i don't spell i can't read
0: don't say that Uh,
1: listen men love women okay
0: m-o-r underscore (laughs) s-h-a-d-i i knew it
1: fuck you yeah so that's a special shout out everybody follow um and then If you want to be the listener shout out of the week, give us a review on any of the little podcast reviewing websites. And we appreciate your stars, but leave a little comment. We love those little Yeah, leave a little comment. Leave your at in the comment. Be brave.
0: Uh, yeah, we've got our Discord Uh, working on putting together a Patreon. I just, there's, yeah. a, lot of, there's a lot going on in my life right now.
1: Yeah, uh, we have our Discord. Definitely hit us up in there. My DMs are open and I love mess. So get in there. Shout out to everyone that has cold messaged me on any of our social media sites because every single one that listens to this podcast does it in such a wild way. It's like, here's a picture of my dog or I hope you're having a happy holiday. And then it's a picture of what they're eating. <laughs> I love it. There's something in the air with the listeners of this podcast.
0: Yeah. I, well, I don't know how y'all have made it past episode one all the way to episode four.
1: Right. So I'm going to leave you all with a question. Hopefully leave the answers in the reviews or our podcast. What fictional character <laughs> would you marry um, if you got the chance to?
0: That's a, That's a silly question.
1: Okay. What question would you ask?
0: I would ask... No, that's actually a pretty good question.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: Who? What's your answer? Uh, actually, I don't want to know.
1: No, it's fine. No, I don't want to know. No, it's fine. No, you gonna be an asshole? No, I promise. Okay, I okay. a good, good answer.
0: Okay, what's your answer? Let's see. If
1: I had to marry a fictional character, I mm-hmm. really, I would really have to marry Jason Todd. Jason I don't Todd, know. I would love to just like give him mm-hmm. a home
0: okay yeah yeah they, and i did, want him to rail me to there death there it is there it is you fucking asshole <laughs> god damn it
1: i want him to turn my Shut spine into dust
0: <laughs> i would pick mystique from the x-men why hmm?
1: why she evil yeah okay are you ready to be married to that like you guys have to live together and settle down yeah really yeah
0: what would the wedding look like you think I don't think I think we, we just like courthouse court really yeah me and Jason I don't, I don't are having a spectacle. Wayne
1: funded wedding like that is gonna be uh, I don't need the spectacle I do you know uh, you know it'd be great the way I'd be in front of the Justice League like I did it I'm holding him down i was taught to roll a backwood for my man which i wasn't yeah
0: but you'd be married in the dc universe which means that you would be killed very soon
1: i don't think he'd let that happen to me
0: yeah because he's known for protecting himself so well
1: he was a child when that happened how dare you victim blame (laughs) a child he was literally neurodivergent and a minor
0: (laughs) He's wearing a billion dollar crime fighting suit and he got worked over by a goddamn crowbar. What kind of
1: million dollar crime fighting suit got little scaly panties? Batman knew what he was on, dressing those boys in yellow, green, and red. You stand, Batman! So what does that say about you? I stand him because he's a mess of a man. Honestly, I'm taking back my answer. I'm gonna marry his dad. I'm marrying Bruce Wayne and I'm fixing him. (laughs) Deal (laughs) for alert.
0: I'm gonna fix him. Okay, so you're super dead thing no 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 no. you're super dead you are you are so dead if i'm a black woman i'm getting it together let
1: the joker try to kill me or my man first
0: off you getting killed by fan reception the batman marrying a black
1: woman i know that would be the biggest slay. that's why can someone please like i'll pay you honestly if you're an artist give me your commission rates i would like fan art of me being married to bruce wayne What's even funnier is, like, I'm the age of one of his sons, so I want the drama from the that. The fans didn't like Jason Todd so much they called
0: in to get his, ba-
1: his brains mashed. Blas- would you believe it's there. actually been a thing that, like, it wasn't fans plural. It's one guy that made a bot to call that number again and again and again to kill him. It wasn't that the fans' majority didn't want him to live. It's one guy that, like that hated that that Jason Todd. sounds like something
0: that crazy Red Hood fan would come up with.
1: No, that's a real thing. Because... Jason Todd sucked. Jason Todd is that bitch. nobody liked him. Honestly, if any of you guys are fan um, fanfic writers, please, please, I would do anything for like a one shot where I marry Jason Todd.
0: No, <laughs> please. We, we're not. We're not doing fan fiction requests.
1: Yeah, weren't we supposed to be wrapping up? We were, but like this was more important. Honestly, I could fix Batman, and I could. No, cl- you
0: couldn't. Batman could- is a fundamentally broken and stupid. Fucking character. I'm
1: a black woman. Do you not think I could Medea my way to fix all of their lives?
0: Medea meets Batman. Yeah. I would pay I'll write every bad. fucking dollar I have. She to walks see up at. in
1: the Wayne Manor and goes, Hello. And then he's like, Ma'am, what are you doing here? She goes, Oh, you can't a hide Batman. from me, baby. <laughs> I know you're the Batman. <laughs> baby, put that cowl away and go to therapy right now. You see, they call you the Batman, <laughs> but I call you the Batman because
0: you're looking pretty bad, Michelle.
1: Yeah. she throws hot grits on <laughs> through the suit
0: grits don't work on me
1: <laughs> the, she goes but the power of prayer does <laughs> see all all bruce needed was some jesus absolutely <laughs> and she you know what she would oh, cure their God. family dynamics she'd be like apologize to your baby boy right now and he'd be like me and dick work fine and she'd be like uh-uh hug your little boy <laughs>
0: I, I still like, I think this was a conversation we had privately, but I still think it's fucking hilarious that superhero after superhero gets scolded from Batman, uh, scolded by Batman for using guns, and his old butler be opening the door with the sawed off shotgun Absolutely. ready to let that thing spray. I like, would said that's on jaw. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> Batman be fucking talking shit to every superhero like you better not use that gun while I'm here we don't do it that way Alfred opened the door like, I wish a -a motherfucker would. Do you want the best Batman fanfic I ever
1: read was just like, so basically um, through means, whatever, like Jason Todd manages to capture the Joker, have him tied up. And of course, Batman stops him. And this is outside the Wayne Manor, by the way. He's like, Jason, you can't kill him. And Jason's like yelling, right? And then all of a sudden they hear a bang. And Alfred with a gun is like, so? He did kill my grandson. <laughs> um Bruce, I tender my resignation immediately. <laughs>
0: and it is the best fan I've ever read. I just I, I just think it, I think Batman is a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. I think Batman fans overhype him. That's not true. Um Y'all do overhype him though. Batman could be anybody oh, with prep like, time. I think
1: any power scaler ever ruins anything. I think if you like Batman though, and it's not a matter of he could be whatever, but it's just like, there's reasons to enjoy See, Batman as he See, you like Batman
0: as he is. Yeah. Batman fans like Batman as he's presented in the movies.
1: Right. That's the thing. I like that we can all agree. I like Batman in a much more intellectual and gay way than everybody else. I like him in a secret third way. <laughs> Well, you're never going to get that off film. They're never going to have Bat-Dad. Well, and you know what I like, though, is recently there's been kind of an outcry of fans being like, all of these films with Batman without a Robin is already just a fundamental misunderstanding of his character one he wasn't without Robin for like that long a time that that should be a thing and second of all a large portion of his character revolves around his relationship with his sidekicks and kids
0: it's fucking canon that Batman goes
1: eight shit Shit if he he doesn't doesn't have have a Robin for too long let's all address that third Robin only became Robin as like he thought it was a temporary thing he's just like oh I just have to be here until someone else can do this Tim Drake Literally saw it as like, oh, I'm just doing this because if I don't, he'll kill people. I'm gonna stop soon. He was a Robin with the idea of retiring. (laughs) He's just like, somebody had to keep the motherfucker in check and it had to be me.
0: (laughs) Which fun which is why I think Batman as this solo vigilante shit that we keep getting in the movies is just boring.
1: It's nerd boy misunderstanding of what Batman is. Because and you know what? This is how they see him. They're like, he's the dark knight, he's vengeance, his parents died, so now he's going to make sure no one else has to have that pain. That's not true. Um the real Batman, as I know him because I talk to him on the phone, <laughs> Oh I call him every day like Batman at its core is a man that couldn't heal and he refuses to heal and get therapy in any way and so he's trying to this is so weird he finds young men in situations similar to him and is trying to like heal through them and he's making them worse he's literally taking preteens and ruining their lives trying to cope you can't go through a kid if we- <laughs> this is the guy you like right i like him because he's damaged i can't because i think that's what a superhero is to me i think i
0: can't and idea- this is why i like mystique mystique ain't with that fuck shit mystique is just like listen i i love my wife oh, and word. i'll fucking kill everybody
1: <laughs> i think there's something honorable about a single dad trying his best fuck me i guess for supporting single fathers
0: He's not a single
1: father. He's kind of a child predator. Like, yo, I wasn't going to say it. (laughs)
0: He's a child predator.
1: Like... I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't touch
0: nobody.
1: <laughs> he just like sends them off to dangerous situations when they're eight. Bruce Wayne would no, no, no not make him back. No, no, we can't. Um, but I will just say though, like part of the reason why I like him is that I love the idea of this man that wants to do good and doesn't know how. And the messy familial relationships in Batman, I think, are some of the most real things. Like it's so realistic. <laughs> D- it's a D-Dick family
0: Grayson of mentally the, ill little guys Dick is the only person in the Bat family that has his shit together oh that's a lie me. don't say that no it's true no the,
1: no 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 no. that's it, just fundamentally it, not true yes yes it is he's got anger issues were you not there at the time that he was going to <laughs> of he was course a- he's got
0: anger issues
1: look at who raised him also like whore
0: um Also <laughs> oh, we're, we're slut shaving now huh
1: okay let me tell you why are I we slut shaving huh he was engaged to marry Starfire. Yeah. He goes to invite Barbara Gordon to his wedding. Right. Sleeps with her instead of inviting her to the wedding mm-hmm. and then the next morning leaves and leaves the wedding invitation. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. That's not allowed. <laughs>
0: We don't know we don't know the relationship that Dick and Starfire have. They might be open. Oh, they're not because there was
1: also an issue when Barbara comes to the door like with flowers and chocolate, trying to be like, oh my God, like I'm gonna talk to him. And Starfire does the most cunty thing in the world. Tell me why. <laughs> she opens the door and her like little undies and her lingerie on and she has Dick's jacket on and it's just like, oh hey, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> breaking Barbara's heart. And then when Dick is like, who's at the door? She's like, nobody. Like, g- ah, girl, girl,
0: that's just bad writers.
1: Oh, absolutely. And Dick's got a ton of them. Op- Not to mention that time he got sexually assaulted and like people make jokes about it and oh, nobody yeah, takes it seriously. Yeah, the is. it's a whole thing. So Dick has got his shit together. No. It's just bad writers. No. Just be fucking it up sometimes. He's a messy little guy. All of the Robins are fundamentally messy
0: little guys. I'm obsessed with Tim but Drake. Dick was the only one that had the sense to go, hey, this fucking Batman shit is for the birds fuck this i'm out of here see but let's talk about his relationship with roy harper and how
1: ollie hates dick because he's like dick is always gonna enable batman
0: and he's right he's not wrong he's right he's yeah right
1: about that dick just enables bruce's nonsense and then on top of that dick the nonsense fu- that you're a fan of okay slay <laughs> dick fired tim drake and i'll never forgive him how the fuck do you fire a robin And he did. And you want to know why? Because Tim was right. Let me say this on this podcast right now. Tim Drake lovers unite. If you don't like Tim Drake, fight me on it physically outside of (laughs) 7-Eleven. We were supposed to wrap this up and instead we got onto my special interests. Look at us.
0: (laughs) we been going 18 minutes longer.
1: Oh, God. Okay. All right. If anyone wants to talk about this, like literally call me on Discord and just let me talk.
0: Uh, we'll just end it with this. Batman uh, is, is that bitch? Is... Always
1: been that bitch. He's my husband. That's my Dilf. <laughs> I'm about to be all the Robin's stepmom. <laughs> Dick is like she's younger than me.
0: <laughs> That's been the episode, everybody. I, I love you, you. I hope you had a good time. Thanks please, for listening. Please remember to uh, rate, rate review. us, leave a little comment,
1: follow me at Broke Woke Choke on Twitter, on Hive, on. Twitter and then wow. at suddenly at peace on Instagram.
0: Good job. You, okay. Double your way So you that hate house. black women? Jesus. It's ableist. Bucket. And please be sure to follow me all over the internet as The Noir Enigma. That's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Hive. Also, please be sure to visit uh, my website, TheNoirNigma.com. There's tons of merch. Uh, and hopefully, I see some of your friendly faces at PAX. Apologies yeah. in advance if I'm weird. Yeah. Uh,
1: I won't be at PAX, uh, but I'll be at like most Chicago local bars on that weekend. So if you guys see me, say hi. Buy me a drink.
0: Is there anything else?
1: Please follow me on Instagram because that's an app you can monetize. I want to make money.
0: <laughs> yeah, follow us on Instagram.
1: Suddenly at peace.
0: Bye.
1: You know I Bye. Bye.